You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XM with Shante Gamble on Mix Talk Radio. Mix Talk Radio. The most chill internet radio station in Houston. Now, I have a brand new guest in the studio. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Well, I brag that I am 74-year-old Sharon Rolfe, north of Seattle, Washington is where I live, and I'm an essence coach. I've been doing retirement coaching, but what I really want to help people with is essence coaching, but uh, I am a behavioral scientist, so that makes me pretty unique, and I love being unique. So um, I am here to tell you about what I wish I would have learned earlier. Now, tell us about being an essence coach, because I'm be honest, I'm learning something new today. So what is the difference between an essence coach, right? And more of like a life coach or a business coach? Well, that's exactly what makes me unique. And when I was uh, the first thing I learned in coaching school was to write an essence statement. And it's like describing your soul. It's so powerful. It's who you are on the inside that nobody else. Who asks you what your essence is, you know? Well, my essence is I am a precious jewel of wisdom. I am a colorful collaborator, motivator, and learner. I am authentic, pure, inspirer, and I light fires. I'm here to light a fire of people living from their essence all over the world. I, I believe that's what's missing because a lot of us, you know, we go through life and there are disappointments and before you know it, your fire is out and you're like, why am I so unhappy? And it's because the essence of who you are isn't really getting that active playtime in your life. Like you have to really tap in and then you have to get all of that stuff out. And that's what we talked about last week is giving birth to the things that make you authentically you. And that is something y'all know. Now, y'all know we are all about authenticity on this show. And because it is just it's you and there's no one else like you. It's your creator thought so much to say, I just want one of one of her and one of him. So let's talk about it. Things you wish you would have known sooner. What is one thing you wish you would have known sooner in life? Well, since I retired and um, and went through this coaching program, because when you go through coaching school, you have to change first. And my first transformation, I remember coming back from, um, we were in class and we came back from lunch and I slapped one of the tables and kind of stomped my foot and said, it's not okay to be invisible. Where did that come from? I shocked myself. And um, I realized that growing up, you know, as I progressed through what's that about was that I got good grades and was, you know, the nice child. So I wouldn't get noticed. And yet, like you saying, um, being a lifelong learner, I was the only one in my family that seemed to love learning. So I had been, um, I had been, intrigued with the potential all through my teen years, in fact. And it was kind of one of those mysteries I wanted to help solve, you know? And so my own mystery is is something that I, a potential that I 
um, did focus on, I guess, through my career, but I just did the normal career things. And, you know, when I was maturing, they, they all moved me ahead, you know, my bosses. And no, you, you have to, you have to tell your bosses when you're ready to move ahead, or they don't even notice it's not on their screen. But uh, I have since done two or three podcasts that were, um, from feeling invisible to being the queen of courage. And I talk a lot about courage. In fact, I have a book that I wrote last year during the pandemic, Fresh Courage in Retirement, Finding Purpose, Essence, and Fulfillment. And uh, I want to wake people up to exploring what's possible in life, and especially in retirement when you've got this free time. And um, my retirement and, and learning how to be visible was a huge learning for me. I mean, it's so it's such a um, a big topic that no one really addresses. You know, I, I think a lot of us go through life just to like go through life. It's like you're tiptoeing through life and you don't really want the, you know, the attention. And I was just talking to my mom last summer. I said, you know what? I really think I need to wear more color. And these are like all of the subconscious things we do to blend in. Like I just was like. I'm going to wear black. I'm going to be a, a ninja every day. I'm going to be a sexy ninja. I'll be a smart ninja, but I'm going stealth in this thing because I just didn't want the attention. And my mom was like, you should wear color and you need to wear like, you need to buy yellow. And I'm thinking like, yellow is so bright. <laughs> but it was, it was me subconsciously training myself how to tiptoe through life. And sometimes we think because we're not doing something extreme, then we're not tiptoeing through life. But it could be just as simple as choosing not to wear colors. I, you know, and it's baby steps. I think it's self-awareness and you have to figure out, you know, sometimes you have to sit down with yourself and like, you be honest. I, I was like, you know, we can lie to everybody else, but there is one person in this world we can never lie to. And that's ourselves. I don't care what lie you try and tell yourself. You're not going to believe it at your core. And you can give yourself all of these reasons, all of these excuses. And it's just really sitting down and just taking that accountability and the time to say, where can I be more bold in my life? You know, wh what can I do to really step into the fullness? Because I think boldness is the space where greatness is. Like you can't be great and quiet. Like you can be great and be in the background, but you can't be quiet, can't be silent and be great at the same time. You have to either be doing something that is to your core, your purpose, or you have to be speaking in places that people need to hear. So you're either doing something or saying something, but you're at the end of the day, you're being the fullest you you can be. Now for you, what was that journey to just really getting to the root of who you are, getting to your essence? What was that journey for you? Well, we had to go to class with some um, personal inventory filled out. So let me first comment, Shante, is that um, our your color of black is our compensating behavior. You know, kids act out so they get some attention. I I dress nice so I would be accepted. It was and as kids, we we yes, we have compensating behaviors because good grades, you know, made made life good. But anyway. 
so as adults, do we ever question we we can let that go now? You know, it's okay to let that go. Nobody tells us that. Anyway, my my compensate, I mean my um personal inventory, they said, well, you can't complete this inventory in like two hours, but some people like to take two weeks. And and I did. I love taking time with it because it it asked me things like, uh, what do I like to do? That kind of comes from our hearts and closely connected. Um, what things are you good at? Yeah, that's the talents God gave us, you know, to, to get us through life. Um, values. I actually wrote a paper in college on values. And um, I recently read a book, uh, Five Secrets You Must Discover Before You Die. And while the guy was doing the research, he found that when people reflected, looking back, they were the ones that had wisdom. Well, I love wisdom, but um, whoever, you know, we need to teach each other reflection. So um, I uh, clarified my values in, and um, uh, just kind of savored who I was. I feel like my essence, Shante, is like exposing my soul. It is so precious and so me, and nobody asks me about that, that it's a delight to share because I like to be heard and, um, and seen for the real me, the authenticity that you talked about. I agree because we can put on so many different faces, right? You go, you might be one way at your job, you come home, you're a whole nother person with your friends, you switch up with your friends, but it's something about really just saying, you know what, this is it. <laughs> this is all y'all getting, everybody getting me. And it took me until um, I was probably closer to my 40s to really get in that, because that's a mindset shift too. Really just um, being okay with the vulnerability that comes from really living your truest self. Because I think a lot of it is conditioning. Like you said earlier, you know, we've been conditioned from kids, like what is acceptable, what is not, you know, some of your parents' core values may not be your core values, or they may not even fit the time that we live in, right? You have, you know, every generation moves on and you have to move on with it, you know, or you'll be stuck doing things that won't be productive for you. So you have to figure that out. And the only way you can come to that is reflection. Y'all know we talk about it all the time on the show, because that's how you look back. You have history is important. And I, and I tell my students this, like sometimes history can be very ugly so that the future can be prettier. And it could be the same way with our individual lives. Like we may not have had the best rearing right upbringing we may not have had the best young adulthood right but now that we're in a space where we can take control and take that accountability we have to do the work and we have to dig inward and that was something you touched on it it was definitely something i wish i would have learned sooner was how to really sit with myself i've been sitting with myself this week ashante on a new transformation that I woke up to the, well, I was reading a book. So books, you know, help me think. And um, I, I've gotten so much out of the book, The Joy Diet, because that is kind of what opened me up to meditating and hearing that still small voice inside that will talk to me 
if we listen. So um, I, I got into her, her chapter on desire. And it started kind of like hitting too close to home. It's like <clears throat> I started remembering my mom. I had asked her if something was going to happen or, or event, you know, could I go someplace? And, and um, she had said, maybe. Well, that gave me license to get my hopes up, desire, you know. And yet when it came down to like, that's tomorrow and, you know, kind of happened, she, it, it was no, no, you know, and it's like, mom, you let me get my hopes up. And it was a 95%. No, I was offended that she had um, given me room to hope, desire. And then um, the answer was obviously going to be no. And I realized that maybe I have missed out on life, a lot of emotions and hoping and desires because I learned it doesn't pay. So there's that mindset, you know? So um, I actually have been writing to a couple guys and I was called a queen twice this week. And um come on through with it, Queen, because Miss Sharon, I, I'm in love. Like I love Miss Sharon, y'all. Like you <laughs> you on your speaking, and I can relate to everything you're saying. And it's it's a reason they're calling you queen, because you are at the you're the epitome of wisdom. Like you speak with such clarity and such power and such truth. Like you just know what you know. And I love that. Come on, Queen. So so but Okay, so after I wrote my book, I, I've had the sense for about four months that love was going to be my next season. And in fact, around Christmas time, I was kind of like, you know, where is it? Where is it? It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and um, on uh, January 13th, um, this guy found me on LinkedIn. And, and wrote me an email, you know, he was being vulnerable and, um, and it was little by little, he's like opening me up to being allowing, because a lot of it is allowing love in. Oh, I'm agreeing back here. Y'all, y'all know that I keep myself on mute. Cause if not, I would be interrupting all the whole time, but you spoke on it. Um, you know, we were talking the other day on the show and you know, it's really more about allowing and I can, I can, you hit home when you talked about getting your hopes up. Cause you know, I conditioned myself to not to get my hopes up. And then I was like, you know what, but why not? You know, because what if it does work out <laughs> right? and you're letting that um for sure turn into doubt, turn into fear, turn into worry when really you should just got your hopes up and then just let it be whatever yeah. it was going to be. I love being unique. And of course, um, you know, unique makes you very different, you know, you know, most everyday people won't fall in love with me because after all, I'm on that bigger side. And, um, uh, you know, because there was sexual abuse in my home, I, I kind of didn't want uh, a desire, uh, attention from men. That was painful. And I had to recognize that that's where 
the root of my don't get your hopes up because um, it can hurt. And I have a, you know, I can attest to that too. And, you know, disappointment is a thief and we don't really realize what disappointment can steal from us when we stay in a disappointment place too long. When you fester and sit with disappointment. Now, I, I'm not saying that don't ever feel disappointed because you're going to, we're human. You're going to be afraid at times. You're going to worry at times. You're going to doubt yourself at times. But my thing is allow that feeling because you're human, right? Accept it, take it in, but look over it and like evaluate it. Yeah. Evaluate (laughs) it and say, okay, well, why am I feeling like this? Identify the root and then let that go. Let it go. (laughs) didn't move on that's something i wish i would have known sooner is to let disappointment do whatever it was going to do and then move on now we're going to drop the mic right here you guys we're going to take a song break don't want to take it slow just want to let you know ready to spend some time i want to spend some time needed some time to grow just want to let you know Come and sit with me, or take a walk with me I need to speak to you, just wanna be with you Just let me take you for a ride Is there a chance that we could make another try? I think we're meant to be, didn't wanna say goodbye If there's a chance, just tell me how Cause time is precious, time is now Don't wanna take it slow Just wanna let you know Thank you. 
y'all. We are back at it. We're going to jump right back into the show. We were talking about just, you know, just really sitting down, looking at disappointments. I know you had something to add to that. Yeah. The one thing you don't want to do about disappointment is make a vow about whatever happened. You know, I, I think one of the vows I might have made early was, or just have to take care of myself. <laughs> That's a woman vow. We do that real quick. Don't let our feelings get hurt about anything. We were like, that's fine. I can do this by myself. I don't need nobody. Lies, little lies we tell each other. Because if I had somebody to help, shout out to my dad and my mom out there. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I agree. We make vows in places that are temporary. So we make it, we make these permanent vows for a temporary situation and then you're wondering why 10 years later you're still single because you're like I'm never gonna let nobody hurt me again and that was just somebody who was not good for you in the first place so instead of letting that stop you from moving on and eventually finding someone who will we just be like you know what forget it all now, when it comes to relationship building, whether it's platonic or romantic, what is something you wish you would have known sooner? Well, a lesson I'm not sure I've learned really well yet is I had a roommate for a while, a lady that um, every Monday and Wednesday and Friday, it seemed like she was sitting in her little chair and talking to her friends. You know, she was keeping the relationship active connected. Uh, I think she called her mom every day, you know, it might just be four or five minutes, but um, I'm not good about nurturing my relationships on email or cards or phone calls. I'm trying to get better even with her to sometimes that I would initiate the call instead of her. Um, so the, the fact that relationships take, takes effort and focus and determination is something I need to get better at, Shante. But that's like a life, that's like a life goal, right? Because you meet friends and relationships at different stages of your life. You know, you're you might be in one mindset and then you meet a new group of friends. They, you know, hopefully will have you elevate or you may elevate on your own. So you have to kind of, you know, figure out that relationship. But that's, you know, I always pray that, you know, I don't want to just have good friends. I actually want to be a good friend. And so I can attest to that. You know, that's something that I've made more of, you know, an effort to make sure that if it's just a emoji, a text or something, because my grandmother say, you know, if you're thinking about somebody, let them know. Well, I've been touched. Um, I've had a couple friends where I would be thinking about them. I dial the phone and they were thinking about me the exact same moment or minute or two before maybe. And the fact that they picked up the phone and I was there was that's magic that I love. <laughs> I love it too. It's like, oh, we were on the same wave. Now we are coming to almost the end of the show. Now, before we go, tell us about your book again. I, I want to make sure we get that in the show. You guys go pick it up. Is it on Amazon? Yes, in fact, it is fresh courage in retirement, finding purpose, essence and fulfillment. Now, purpose is what I mainly walk you through in in the book. I give every chapter has some call to action. And um, and because essence uh, is so unique, 
I lead you to maybe uh, calling on me to walk you through the essence part of it. It's kind of similar to purpose, but so much richer and deeper and unique to you. Um, but, um, and the queen of courage, you can find me on Instagram as the queen of courage. Um, I also have a, uh, website called effortlessvitality.now.site. And, um, I have a new site coming up. I got a chance to prove the initial part of it this week. So another two, three weeks, it will be different, but, um, the uh, the other thing is I I what's unique about my book and you saw on the cover the art block well this is one of the ways that what I love comes together I love color like I mentioned to you uh, I love wisdom cherish forever what makes you unique is on this art block and then I love sewing so I've been making these art blocks for. Um, to about 12, 15 years, I guess. And I've collected, since I like to read, I collect nuggets out of all the books I read. And then if I can get them in a succinct little saying, then I put it on my, my art block. So they, my store on, on Etsy is called Quilted Petunia. <laughs> so um, I use these, you know, what I realized is when art and beauty comes into our spirit differently than just words. You know, words are kind of logic, but when you combine it with art, it like it, it gets into our spirit, not our logic. So there's ways to, um, to, um, what do you call it? Digest the wisdom from your spirit that, um, just words don't do. So if you like my words of wisdom, then um, you can find them on Etsy. And um, I started out doing scriptures and now I've, I've gone into more of the meditative and, and coaching kinds of uh, sayings that um, help us grow like you like to do. Yes, y'all know I'm all about growth and transparency and vulnerability and authenticity. And I love that, you guys. We're going to make sure we get the links for you guys dropped in the comments. So if you want to go and shop her on Etsy or if you want to go on Amazon and purchase a book, I definitely will be purchasing a copy because I feel like, you know, your purpose, knowing your purpose, you, I mean, you definitely need to know your why. Like, why are you here, right? I, and, but being able to separate all of the layers that make you you, I think is important because sometimes we get our gifts and talents confused with our purpose. And then we get our purpose confused with who we are. No, your gifts and talents are what the equipment that you have to carry out your purpose, which is your why, but you have to know who you are without all the gifts and talents with, even if you didn't, know your purpose you still have to know who you are because all of that is birthed through there so i love that now before we go if you had one word that you can encourage people with what would you say to encourage everyone listening well i love helping in fact my book i use a term in my book three four times uh, about heaven on earth i believe heaven wants to come to earth so I'm like a lifesaver for discovering your heaven on earth. That essence that is inside of you 
gives you meaning and contentment and, and fulfillment. I have often been amazed at how much scripture talks about so your joy may be full. Um, somehow we forgot where we left our joy. It's inside and, yep. of us. It's deep. And you sometimes you got to reach in. You got to reach in and pull pretty, it out. Cause pretty life deep, will, yeah. Right? Because life will <laughs> snatch it from you. You got to like, hold on, that's mine. But thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can catch me every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time on MixTalkRadio.org or Fluent Radio. We are now syndicated. So we are here and we are in Chicago. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Bye, y'all.